1: Hello and welcome to Miles to Memories. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined by Joe Chung and Mark Osterman. We have such a great show for you this week, including Joe and I nerding out about Super Nintendo World in Japan. But more importantly, we're going to talk about American Express credits. They release tons of new credits for their co branded cards, both personal and business. Plus, we have a spreadsheet to help you keep all of your credits organized so you don't miss out. I also recently stayed at Nomad Hotel in Las Vegas. There's four of these, one in Los Angeles, one in New York, one in London, and the one in Vegas. It's a little bit different than your traditional Vegas hotel, so I wanted to review it, let you know what it's like. I was really impressed. Plus, Mark will update us on his paying for college with travel hacking. He's saving money for his kids' tuition by utilizing deals and other travel hacking techniques, and we're going to provide you the latest update on that, along with rapid fires and more. So stick around. If you like the show, please consider subscribing. mtmpodcast.com is where you can go for that. Links to subscribe. Don't forget to share the show with friends, tell people about us. Thanks so much for listening. Let's hit it. So gentlemen, how was your week? I Joe, I was blown away this week by Super Nintendo World and uh, what's going on in Japan and I sent you a video and you got mad at me because you said you won't watch the video, but there is a legit real world Mario Kart Ride that is opening in Japan that looks amazing that everybody should know about.
0: So, this is different than where the people just drive go karts around the streets as Mario yes. Kart. This is like a real thing.
1: Yeah, it's a new, like a, a new state of the art attraction in Japan that they're also building in Hollywood and probably eventually Orlando. But it uses screens, but it uses augmented reality. So, it's projecting stuff in front of you along with real world sets. And you're in a Mario Kart and there's also screens and it looks. Crazy. There's like a two-minute clip on YouTube of it if you want to check it out. Joe doesn't want to check it out. He's not excited at all. I'm super excited, but I do not want to check it out.
2: I don't generally watch uh, rides until after I've ridden them. But the trailer for Super Nintendo World looked awesome. So I think, unfortunately, it'll probably be delayed to like 2025, 2026 in Florida or something like that. But hopefully it'll come to Hollywood sooner. But uh, who knows? Universal is weird. They don't like announce things in advance. They just... they. Have just created a new Velociraptor coaster, and people just, it just they just started making it like six months ago, and you know it'll probably be done in six months, so we'll see when
1: Super Nintendo World comes here. But it'll be pretty awesome. Yeah, the one in Hollywood is probably over halfway built, and they still haven't officially announced it, I think. So, so that means that they could delay it at any point, but hopefully they'll open it at some point. Probably next year would be my guess. But- it's like its own separate park, or is it like a part of Universal? It's a park within a park, so it's its own world. You kind of enter through the portal. Okay, and so kind in of Japan like the Star Wars, kind of like Star Wars and, at Disney, basically. Yeah, yeah. And the one in Japan has the Mario Kart ride, and it also has a dark ride and uh, some other cool stuff. But it really looks like the game. Like, if you just look at footage of the land, there's coins, and everything that you see from the game is there, Bowser's Castle, everything. It's really cool that they're bringing this video game to life. And the footage I saw of the Mario Kart ride it felt to me like you were in the game. Like I, I thought, wow, this is pretty impressive. I can't wait to see it. Just person. another reason Universal's better. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, in this case, this is. Uh, Joe Joe made the joke that I will like it better than Rise of the Resistance because he knows that I I like to poo poo that. So uh, no doubt. I think
2: like for people who are like our age who like grew up with Nintendo, this Nintendo world looks like it's going to be even if they didn't have like a crazy like mario kart ride like just the way that it looks themed and stuff like that like it feels like you're walking into super mario world it's gonna be great so i'm pretty excited for florida there are rumors that they'll actually turn it into a third park or it'll be part of like a third park so they won't put it into one of the existing parks so that you know you have to pay for extra park tickets but we'll see how it goes
1: yeah in florida they were building epic universe which was their third park which it was probably going to be part of or pretty much confirmed to be a part of, but that's delayed now, so who knows. But since this is a travel podcast, uh, Universal Studios Osaka, where this is opening basically in a couple of weeks, but it's already in soft openings now, is probably the most complete best Universal park in the world. So if you're a fan of Nintendo, definitely to look out, you know, if you're going to be in Japan or Osaka, you're going to get like the best Universal experience in the world uh, by going to that park. So kind of put it on the radar. I just know that, like you said, there's a bunch of, 80s kids like us that listen to this and love nintendo and that stuff and i'm so excited to be seeing that brought to life even if it's by the the dreaded universal studios when will japan let us in
2: i want to go to japan
1: like (laughs) asap Too, me too i was supposed to be there in june as i've said a million times on this show so yeah i'll be as soon as they let me in i'm gonna go I miss it and I wanna go to, to Universal Osaka and So other than uh than lusting over rides inspired by video games, how was your week? You guys have fun, enjoying the uh the beautiful winter weather? We uh missed two days
2: of school, but we have like four inches of snow, so it's like really weird. I I think it's exciting to like have snow days when you are going to school in person, but when I'm teaching on Zoom, so We had half days. I guess it's better, but there was barely any snow. It was like wet snow, which is the worst. I would rather like have 10 inches of like fluffy snow that the kids could play in. Although the kids had a good time playing in the snow anyway today. But wet snow is, I don't know if you feel this way, Mark, but wet snow, I just, it's like heavy to shovel and it freezes over. It's just garbage. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What snow's the worst but i remember as a boy growing up in jersey and you were a boy growing up in jersey i used to laugh because we came from michigan where there would have to be like six inches for them to cancel school or whatever and in jersey they'd be like hey there might be a half an inch to three inches and they're like let's close school we, we don't know what's gonna happen and then no snow would come there was multiple times that we got school closed and there would be less than an inch of snow and then the year we moved away they ended up having to stay like two weeks extra because they had so many snow days, and most of them
1: <laughs> were not necessary. But
0: it's kind of crazy the East Coast people, man.
1: What is the snow that you guys talk about? I, I
0: I've never heard of it. It's glorious. you had it last year. I remember seeing the pictures of you sledding.
1: So it's glorious. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can't <laughs> uh, pull that off. All right, let's get into the show, guys, because we all love American Express credits, and I know that we're all Amex uh, nerds here. We're all fanboys, right? especially anytime that they give us free money. I'm fanboys yeah. of free money. Yeah. Anytime yeah.
0: you want to give me free money, let's go.
1: And they, they did that. They came out with credits. We had heard rumors that this might happen. And then they dropped the news this week. Tons of uh, credits for both the personal and business Hilton and Bonvoy cards. Yeah. Mark, do you want to go through the credits, what people are going to get, and then talk about your super cool spreadsheet that you created to help people out?
0: Yeah. Basically any Delta Hilton or Marriott card gets credits And depending on what style of card it is, is the type of credit you get. So if it's a personal card, it's going to be a restaurant credit. If you go to McDonald's or whatever, or if you order from a local pizzeria, something like that, you get a statement credit for $5 for the no-fee Hilton, $10 for the Surpass, $20 for the Aspire, $10 for the Delta Gold, $15 for the Platinum, $20 for the Reserve, $20 for the Bonvoy Brilliant, or $10 for the Old a SPG card that transferred over that that's you go make one purchase at a restaurant and you're good to go. So that's pretty cool. And that's for the next 11 months till the end of the year. Like for myself, I have several of these cards. I have actually one of each of the Hilton cards. So that's $35 a month right there for me. And then on the business side, if you have the Hilton business card, or I should say the business cards, you get a wireless credit for your cell phone bill. So the, for the Hilton business, it's ten dollars a month. For the Gold uh, Delta card, it's ten dollars. Platinum's fifteen. Reserve is twenty, and then the uh, Bonvoy business is fifteen per month. So another easy money uh, maker right there. If you can pay a portion of your credit card bill, do it that way. Or if you want to make it easy, just transfer over which cards you pay with. I know some people run into an issue on that one. If you are, I think Verizon gives you like a twenty twenty dollar discount for. Um, for paying with a debit card. So this is a negative uh, for you because you won't be able to do it. So I would say reach out to like a family member or a friend that can maybe use it and then give you some of the money back. Or I've heard if you call in, you might be able to work around it because if you pay with a credit card, you lose that $20. But if you call and make a one-time payment, it might be a way to work around that. How many credits do you end up with, Sean? I think I ended up with like 500 and some dollars worth over the year. I didn't add it up, but I have a, a couple of <laughs> surpass cards. <laughs> Why you put me on the spot here? I didn't go. Okay, I, I could have gone to Joe, but I want to give him extra minutes
1: to work out the math. But I do have like, a, a couple easy, of uh, easy. Bonvoy business cards, and I have some of the uh, of the Hilton cards, a few of the Hilton cards. So yeah, a, a decent amount. If you add, look
0: at you, business. closet Bob Bonvoy man. Who knew?
1: <laughs> Mine no comes comments.
0: out too- <laughs> That was an awkward pause. I'm sure Joe caught it out, but there's a couple minutes there.
2: my my credits work out to a whopping 15 dollars per month i don't have a lot of amex co-branded cards i have a lot of membership rewards earning cards so this is exciting you know if only there was there's just so many amex credits these days like if only there was some way that i could keep track of all the different credits amex has i really need something to do that
0: Well, uh, yesterday I was sitting there thinking like, I cannot manage all this. There's enough, like the PayPal credit with the Amex Platinum and then the Saks credit and all that stuff. The airline incidental credits and everything. I'm like, this is just too much. So I figured I should put a spreadsheet together for myself that I can print off and just mark off, like check a box every month as I use it. And then i also put in there for the surpass like the 15k spend where you can write in this month i spent fifteen hundred dollars that month i spent four grand whatever it is so i put that spreadsheet together and then posted it so it's it's there that anybody can view it you can copy and paste which cards you want to use depending on which ones you have or you can just print it off fits to one sheet well two sheets but it the all the months fit on one piece of paper so that makes it easy and you can just write it down each month and you won't forget anything like how Ian didn't use his full PayPal credit last month because he didn't have this handy dandy sheet, Ian
1: Slacker. So much lost money and uh, and you've fixed it all for us. With this yeah, we, we,
0: have to, we have to take away Amex's breakage. So that was my goal. So hopefully people found it useful. It is wild how many cards there are these offers on and how
2: hard it is to keep track if you're in the game like we are and have multiple of these cards. So I'm really thankful that uh, you made that spreadsheet. I know I was saying tug and cheek, but had to uh, set you up for the layup there, set you for the spike.
0: <laughs> well, the funny thing is I sent it to everybody in our work Slack and I'm like, is there anything I'm missing? And Benji and Joe were both like, you should probably put the business platinum on there just to, you know, to make it complete. <laughs> 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 Which I'm like, well, that doesn't have a, you know, a limited time credit. It's just the airline incidental and the the dell credits he's like they're both like you should just do it to make it complete the real reason i didn't want to is because if i added it up at the top then it would break down the sheets because one sheet has all the hilton the membership rewards and the uh delta cards and then the next page has bonvoy so if i added that in it would break it up and it wouldn't be so beautiful but the two of the the first three comments were like you should probably add the business platinum on here so to I make knew it was a
2: form. I knew it was a formatting thing. Oh, that! Ben.
0: Benji and I were DMing
2: all day about this, and I was not. I was like, I was like, don't bring it up to Mark because I saw the comments. I was like, don't bring it up to Mark. Be the bigger man. But thank you for bringing it up so
0: that. But yeah, so it's totally a four, so I put I put the uh, business platinum at the bottom because I didn't want to mess everything up. Plus, yeah, it's there you go. Limited time good. It does, and I don't Would think you... people need that as much because it's not a monthly thing. But it's there in case you want it. You and Benji win, Joe. <laughs> hey, I'm staying humble. I'm staying That's humble. funny that you guys were DMing and like I bet you it's formatting. That's the only
2: reason you won't do it. I didn't. <laughs> If I, if I had typed, I thought it, if I had typed it, I
1: would have sent you a screenshot, but I didn't type it, so no no credit to be given here. Check out that. We'll have links to both the original article explaining all the credits across all the cards so you can figure out what your number is and also... Oh, one more. I, I should make one more point.
0: Uh, since Ryan lives in Brazil, he can't really use this because it's supposed to be US-based restaurants, I believe. So he said, he reached out to them, can I just load my Uber Eats account and stuff like that? And they said... No, it has to be a physical location. Like they want people and other people have asked if they can load their Starbucks account and things like that. Technically you're not supposed to be able to who knows what the way things actually work. So if you give it a try and you find it out, let us know, but it could lead to a clawback cause that's not what they initially want. So they want you
1: to go to a physical location and use it like that. So just be aware of that. Speaking of uh, Ryan, he's coming back home after an 11 week trip. Which is quite the trip if you think about everything. I can never that's happened do. I could never do eleven weeks. I, I,
0: I've like done eleven it, I've days. I've done it
1: quite a few times.
0: I know eleven days. I get itchy. I'm. I'm weird. I like to travel, but I'm also a homebody at the same time. Like after so long, I just. I have to get home. I don't know what it is, but so I do a, a ton of little trips versus
1: a few big trips. Well, he's back home, and he's going to be filling in for me next week because I'm taking the week off to hopefully travel somewhere. So uh, he's going to come on and talk all about his adventures and uh, cover the news with you guys. And I, I'm excited to hear about it because I mean it's been a crazy trip from like the malaria to everything else that's happened. Yeah, he got stranded it. for an extra
0: week because they didn't have a flight out for another week.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the latest uh, in the thing. Like it wasn't just an eleven-week trip. Like people do that all the time, but this particular one was challenging in many ways. And he, as we've said before, has been to like so many countries. Like he's a professional traveler. He knows what he's doing and. Even, uh, even so he's run into so many crazy things. So stay tuned next week to uh, hear all about that. I wanted to talk a little bit about my stay this week at Nomad hotels. I think that it's an interesting brand. They have locations in Los Angeles and New York and London, and then they have the location in Las Vegas that I stayed at the other day. I utilized American express fine hotels and resorts. So I know that people out there, everybody has the platinum card, hopefully to do that, but Mark, uh, I really love this hotel. I was not expecting a hotel in Las Vegas to give great service, especially one that's in like a mass market hotel like Park MGM. But Nomad is the hotel within the hotel there. It sits on the top floors. And from the minute I walked in, the doorman holding the door, the front desk check-in, like it was nice to be in in that hotel. And uh, it was just a big surprise for me. So I wanted to talk just a little bit about it in case people don't really know about it or isn't on their radar for Vegas because I think you know as a as a luxury hotel in Las Vegas it probably isn't as well known as some of the other ones
0: yeah and it's kind of like the nobu hotel where it's in no boos in the center of Caesar's Palace where nomad is attached to Park Hyatt or not Park Hyatt,
1: <laughs> park, <laughs> park, Hyatt <at>
0: <laughs> park MGM but by- it's like the backside of it, you know, has its own back entrance, which is kind of nice that you don't have to, where Nobu has its own check-in, but you still have to enter through the same thing at Caesars, where this feels a little bit more unique and more luxurious because it has its own private check-in its own little bar area its own casino area and we went when we were when i was there last time we walked through and and sat in the lobby and checked it out and it looked really cool and i was really excited uh, to check it out one day and i'm i'm looking forward to the video because i'm sure you'll do a review on the youtube channel with it and then post it in on miles to memories as well youtube.com slash miles to memories there you go get that uh, get the the
1: plug in (laughs) Yeah, it's really good. Like you say, Nobu is a really good comparison because Nomad is built you know, out of the top floors of the of what used to be regular rooms and stuff like that. Nobu was a converted old tower in Caesars. But yeah, Nobu falls way short. It doesn't have its own private lobby. Yeah, you have a desk that's basically in the, the desk elevator. desk by the elevator area. is one. That's classy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do this. Nomad has its own private lobby. So it's more like Delano, I'd say in that way, it has its own private lobby, its own private bar. And you feel like you're separate from the casino. You can arrive at the private entrance. So I think this is a great option. I think I said Waldorf Astoria is another great option if you want to avoid casinos. I think at Nomad, you could do the same thing. If you wanted to just arrive at the front entrance, you never have to go through the casino. And uh, the rooms were really good. They upgraded me to a suite. It cost me about $200 all in. The rate was $126 plus the resort fee and tax, but I got the $100 credit plus $60 in breakfast. And then they upgraded me to a to a $250 suite too. So their biggest suite that they had there. And it reminded me of like some of those, like the Thompson brand. I was telling you this earlier, uh, kind of, you know, those more upscale kind of hip brands uh, that Hyatt has. And uh, it felt very different than anything else in Vegas. Kind of like Cromwell is trying to to be, but Cromwell just doesn't pull off. And, Cromwell uh, is way better. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> okay. And, I will say, okay. What you about have the to pool? Say the, Tell us about the, the pool. Crom- the
0: Cromwell Casino is better.
1: Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know that the Cromwell (laughs) Casino is better, but it's a different comparison because because really Nomad has Park MGM, which is a much bigger casino. But I do love the Cromwell Casino and that red decor. And it's great. But I just wanted to kind of share this because I don't know that Nomad's on people's radar. And I'm about to do a video on my review of Nobu. And I'm going to basically say that under no circumstance do I think Nobu is worth the premium that they charge over the other rooms at Caesars Palace. And I think the opposite with Nomad. The private I think
0: that... elevator check-in, that's where it's at, man. <laughs> I think I mean, Nomad some is days, worth I Some days money.
1: when there's like 100 people in line,
0: it is worth it. But yeah, for, for the most part, not really. I mean, you don't have to wait for the elevator. That's a nice perk. But for the difference in price they charge, not really.
1: Yeah, I just think Nomad kind of delivers on all the stuff that Nobu doesn't. And uh, I I found it, you know, that it was certainly worth uh, more than than what Park MGM is if you're wanting that kind of exclusive luxury experience. And I can't wait to kind of compare all the luxury hotels. That's something that's going to come up pretty soon here. I just have four seasons left to go, and I've stayed at just every other luxury hotel in Las Vegas, so I can't wait to start comparing them. But Nomad uh, definitely uh, is favorable, and it's on both Chase Luxury Hotels and American Express Fine Hotels and Resorts.
0: Joe, did you know those those luxury hotels in Vegas were part of the thousands of hotels he stayed at?
1: <laughs> yes, callback. absolutely.
0: Well, I, I, got, I, uh... I
1: got I got I got uh, trolled on Twitter uh, about about my blowhard statements. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was so you good. You dude. didn't tag me on that. I missed it. <laughs> Oh, so good. How many hotels has
0: Sean stayed at? Thousands. (laughs) And then Mark replies
1: from the Miles to Memories Twitter with this like gif with like colorful, it just says a thousand, you know, but yeah. Yeah. I have a serious,
2: I have a serious question. uh, If we're done making fun of you, Sean, are Vegas hotels cheaper than normal or how much cheaper are they than normal? I'm curious whether
1: you find the prices are close to normal or are, are they like severely discounted? I'd say they're severely discounted, depending on who you're looking at and what days you're looking at. I'll say like, for example, this last weekend, most of the hotels were the same price on a Saturday night as they were during the week, which is like unheard of. That's never happens. For example, at Nomad, the week, the price during the week, the cheapest price it's ever is 109 and it was 126 on Saturday night. So it was a $15 premium for that hotel, which is like, again, unheard of. So it's been really slow, but anecdotally, It seems like Super Bowl weekend and every weekend after that seems to be getting busier for bookings. And if you look at prices, they are kind of a little bit higher. So it seems like there may be some light at the end of the tunnel. And this is just typically a slow time anyway. It felt busy out on the strip on Saturday night. I stayed there on Saturday night. Like there was people outside. But in the casinos, when we went inside, we went to MGM Grand, which was fairly busy. New York, New York was really quiet. Park MGM was very quiet. So on a Saturday night at like 8 p.m., I did a video through Park MGM's casino. There was whole sections of that casino where there wasn't a single person. still a long way to go, I think.
0: Where do you normally stay, Joe, when you go for your yearly or bi-yearly trip? Recently, since I
2: started doing miles and points, I've, I've been using my IHG certs at the Venetian, which is no longer available, so I'm not sure. I was thinking of looking into whether Being M Life, whatever, from being high globalist, was going to be worth it. I generally go during slow time so I can find a good midweek rate. And at this point in my life, I'm willing to splurge a little more. Depends on what my friends are willing to do, too. But uh, I like to stay at nicer hotels. But back in the day, it was Casino Royale all the time. Casino Royale. I was going to say Imperial Imperial Palace. Palace. Boardwalk.
0: (laughs) Did them all. you know casino no. royale is a uh, best oh, western huh. so you could use that diamond status i like could best not uh, casino royale i couldn't even eat the hot dog from those uh things in the back nathan's <laughs> well no, yeah, it's like 99 it's, 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 it's not yeah. nathan's
1: there yeah ben and jerry's is that and they casino have the royale, don't they have the least?
0: thing where they'll deep fry anything
1: back there and stuff so, like oh no casino royale Can't well they have that. the white castle now so i don't know if they still have the deep fry anything, but they used to like like just like mermaids mm-hmm. used to downtown white castle it just got um, interesting. yes i do miss yeah I do they miss have a mermaids. White castle there. mermaids was always a good time i do miss mermaids downtown mermaids was great and mermaids uh had the best cocktail waitresses like you would sit down and they, they would ch- serve the cheapest booze there of course because it was a you know like a dive casino but you would sit down and the cocktail the waitress would be taking your order within 30 seconds and get you a drink but the machines were tight so you didn't want to spend too much time in there or else they uh they got you that way but now it's all part of Circa, so Progress, Joe, progress. But yeah, Vegas, uh, we'll see. It's still cheap. It's still a good deal, I expect, through the through the summer. Unless you're traveling on the very peak of weekends, like a holiday or something, I think it's going to be relatively cheap for most people because there's still not conventions during the week. So these hotels are never going to fill up. And let's pivot on to Mark talking about paying for college. I know we've <laughs> kind of hit, hit on this on the show, but I thought that this would be a cool mo- thing for you to update on the show every month because you're paying for your kids college you're saving up for their tuition with travel hacking and taking advantage of deals and offers and every month on the website you're updating everybody so i thought on the podcast we might as well do a quick update every month to kind of see how it's going or maybe every couple months just depending on if there's not you know a lot of new information but uh so how's it going
0: yeah and i you know for us it's for college spending. And I I did a Roth because it's flexible and stuff, but you could, this could be for saving for a house or it could be for true retirement or just savings in general. So my goal was to put away $500 a month, which is ironically the cap that you can put in for a Roth IRA per year, $6,000 per year. So that's kind of how it worked out. And then I I use, you know, different deals and or sign up bonuses, bank bonuses, stuff like that, just random stuff throughout the month to earn the $500. And then I give you a breakdown every month of how I earned it, as well as how the account's doing. So like the most recent month, I started this, I think back in like August of 2020. So, this most recent for February, the balance is at thirty seven fifty, and the previous month is down fifteen dollars or almost sixteen dollars in investment gain or loss. It was actually up like a hundred dollars and then the last two days before the end of the month, it just tanked a little bit. I'm running about $250 up for the year or for the 6 months that I've been doing it. And the breakdown of how I earned it for this month was that there was a $50 cell phone Amex offer. So it gave you a $50 credit if you spent $250 on your cell phone. So I just prepaid my cell phone $250, which is, you know, like a month and a half. So I got a $50 credit. That's 50 bucks in the bank. $100 came from the Blue Business Plus when you spend $500, get a $25 statement credit. So I did that four times, $150 was from discovers 5% back from the fourth quarter in the first quarter. So the first quarter is grocery stores. So I hit that in the first Couple days and it's already posted. And then the last $200 was from $200 I had in my Bank of America travel rewards card from a sign up bonus as well as just spend over the year. So I pulled some of that out. I did it at the end of the year when they were still allowing it for groceries and restaurants redemption. So I bought a gift card at a grocery store. Nice thing is they made that a permanent change. So if you have a Bank of America travel rewards, That's a good option, as well as if you have platinum status, then you're earning over 2% all the time now. And you can do that at restaurants, grocery stores, stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. I don't know. I was hoping people would join in with me and update their status as well, but that hasn't happened as of yet. So I don't know if you guys want to jump on this train or what. I do not, but (laughs) I'm going to say that what I like about
2: you doing this is I think I famously said cashback is very unexciting to me. But something like this where i have a cashback goal that's going to something that i'm going to actually use cash on is a lot more appealing so i, I really like how you're doing this i will also say that you should have just put that 500 dollars in gamestop two weeks ago sold it late last week and your kids would already be in college and you would have taken care of all yeah.
1: that and you wouldn't <laughs> you you would be able to retire this feature but don't care you shouldn't have hold it to today though if you had held it too long then uh and no college for them at all. That's true. No, then take your winnings and short it back on the way down. And, <laughs> you know,
0: wherever they want to
1: go, the world's
0: just uh Just uh, buy options on the way up and and totally uh, pump some juice into this dollar bill, make it worth $10. But yeah, that would have been awesome. If I would have known to put all the money I had in the account into it, it would have been insane. I know somebody in the Detroit area that hit it pretty good, but that would have been nice. I think there are a lot of sad
1: Redditors today, though, so... Yeah, it was paper it hands, people, paper hands, everybody's selling. So you check out the post on the website because you not only talk about this month, but you go back and I think this is a great way to like teach people sort of the thought processes behind these or the processes. Is it processes or processes? I don't heard know. heard of both. Process. Place. Okay. <laughs> the thought process behind it. The Midwest way to say it. No, the thought process behind it about what you're doing, why you're doing it, and then how you're accomplishing it. And I know that there's always something to learn there. I learn something reading it every month. And we'll keep people updated as... You find success or if you decide to just throw it all in some random i do stock i do like having future.
0: to write about it every month keeps me on track otherwise i might like skip a month or not pay attention i appreciate everybody that does read it because it makes me stick to the goal and continue to push on some days i'm like oh, i don't really feel like doing this but signed up for a 600 dollars bank account bonus yesterday which won't post until i think june so that's already lined up so june month is going to be covered but yeah so i have to come up with different things different ideas each month, uh, uh, ways to to make it happen.
1: So let's move into rapid fires, Mark. In addition to all the credits that they announced for Delta Hilton and Marriott American Express released Amex offers for these as well, right? So there was uh, a couple other nice Amex offers, which I did
0: not get. I wanted the Delta one, I did not get it. I haven't had a Delta Amex offer in, in, four years or more, which is sad, but they had a uh, $200 offer. You get $40 statement credit. I have heard that buying gift cards has been triggering the email. So that's an option. Use your, I believe, use your computer instead of your phone. It works better. Marriott $50 statement credit. If you spend $200 or more on a room rate. So that's a good one. Especially if you're chasing status with Marriott, there you go. It's a discount kind of like the Hyatt one that came out a week or two ago, which I used for my status run. Got a little discount on that, which was nice. And oh, we haven't uh, mentioned that Sean's a globalist yet. This episode, Kirsten said every episode Sean brings that up, so I wanted to make sure we hit that point. Uh, <laughs> Phew. <laughs> she legit because I was <laughs> I brought up, you know, I'm going to be globalist and we'll get, uh, you know, we can go to uh, the Park Hyatt in D.C. and we'll get that fancy breakfast. And she's like, oh, is that what Sean is? He brings it up every episode. <laughs> So Kirsten's throwing ah, you some shade. Damn. damn. And the last one, I'm sorry. What I've learned heard. is
1: Kirsten likes to throw shades, so I have to throw some shades. She's shade just back. getting
0: you back for all that Detroit shade you throw. But for the last one. But
1: it's not shade, yeah. it's just the truth mark. It's just Oh, like, ouch. Yeah, See, now okay, you're just I gonna
0: can't. get more from her. <laughs> Hilton spent $175, $35 statement credit, a decent one, but nobody's chasing Hilton's status. So you can get it pretty easily. But if you are gonna pay anyway, there you go. How about you, Joe?
2: My rapid fire, I generally avoid the AvGeek stuff, but I'm pretty excited JetBlue showed off their new Mint Suites to fly to London. I'm mildly excited about the Mint Suites, but I'm... Because you live in Boston, you're super excited. Exactly, yes. I'm super excited about them flying from Boston to London. I am anxiously awaiting my vaccine and dreaming of being able to take that flight. So it's super exciting. The Mint Suites do look very nice. They are... They look nicer than the ones that are on the domestic flights so that should be cool. I'm surprised that they're still pushing it right now but hey, I'm not going to complain.
0: Any ideas how much it's going to be for mileage? Like miles well, per flight?
2: I'm guessing that Mint right now which sucks about JetBlue of course. I'm sitting on so many JetBlue points at this point I don't really care, but Mint they're only allowing you to res- to redeem at 1 cent per point which kind of stinks. You can get up 1 to 1.3 or 1.4 for coach seats but for mint it's only one cent per point so it's not as exciting however i anticipate like all new flights they're gonna have some like promos when the flights start and i'm hoping that they're low enough and within a time that i can travel that maybe i can hop onto that and i'm also hoping to- that because less people are traveling the promos will last a little
0: longer than they normally do sean you still sitting on a ton of JetBlue uh points from the amex yeah. Stuff, yeah, all right. Well, you book me a thing and I'll give you like half as much back in Hyatt Points.
1: How's it sound? Deal, deal, all right, good. Nah, 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 no deals, no deals, Mr. Detroit. But no, I still have tons of JetBlue points from the Amazon days from when you got it from all your shopping, so. Uh, I think that that is a cool way to redeem them if I ever get to do it. And that's what I did in the past, too, when they would do these promos on Mint, just to fly domestic Mint. I waited for them to have a promo, and then I booked it, and it was great. So, yeah, th- these new suites look really good. It's like $300 one way right now in May
2: on these Mint wow. domestic flights. It's
0: What? It's I might fly to Boston to fly to Vegas just for that, then. That's crazy. It. That's the only reason I never fly JetBlue, because everything I fly, I'd have to go to Boston and then fly wherever I wanna fly, which is usually the opposite way. I mean, I'm a
2: loser, so I check flights to Orlando once a week, even though I don't book them and I'm never gonna take them. They're like $29, regularly.
0: $29 each way. Just drives me (laughs) bonkers. All right, you're gonna have to to cut this out, but it's like (laughs) your flight is looking up domestic Orlando flights for $29. You can leave it in and just beep your flight, beep. (laughs) It gets me all excited, looking at flights to Orlando for 29 bucks.
1: Woo, I'm getting hot. Sean, what's your rapid fire? Well, we saw all the craziness in the stock market this past week, and then Robinhood made some implementations of of limits to their people, and a lot of people dumped Robinhood. And I know a lot of the other brokerage apps kind of lowered their offers because they were getting so many new accounts. I know one of the prominent ones, Webull, did that. They cut their free offer in half. Well, there's another app, MooMoo. MooMoo. Yeah that we've had. And I've I've had it for over a year. They doubled it. They used to give four free stocks. Now it's up to eight free stocks. I think you have to deposit $5,000 to get the eight free stocks, but you can pull them out. But I just thought if anybody's looking for a new brokerage app and you're looking for the offer, the eight free stocks is worth checking out. And uh, we have the full details on the website. Again, I've had Moo Moo for <laughs> over a year. It's actually one of the best apps. It's incredibly complicated the way that they display everything. But if you're somebody that likes a lot of data without paying, you know, the, for the high, for some of the premium services, it actually gives you a lot of data. So that might be of use for people out there.
0: The funny thing is a lot of the stocks they give you, the earlier stocks are a couple dollars or up to $10 or whatever. And then as you build your way up, it can be a bigger stocks. But I know Danny, uh, who writes for the site, got some referrals. I think it was for Weeble, and he got NIO, which was
1: like five bucks at the time. And now it's up to like $50. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I had a few of of, uh, of NIO as well that were for three or four dollar referrals back in the day. And then they yeah, th- that stock is taken off. So, yeah, it's it's cool that you get that. And uh, I know that a lot of people have taken advantage of these. I have almost all the stock apps and taken advantage of almost all the offers and we share them all on the website. So it's not quite as lucrative as bank bonuses. But if people are looking to pick up some <laughs> some extra cash, you bank bonus is where it's at.
0: I don't understand why yeah, people sure. don't celebrate bank bonuses more they'll sign up for a ihg card that gives them maybe five hundred four five hundred dollars in value and get all excited about that or you can go to a bank not have a hard pull and make six hundred dollars in a couple months for depositing some money or doing a direct deposit or making 10 purchases on a debit card it's insane so don't sleep on those for sure you should be making at least two three thousand dollars a year on bank
1: bonuses Absolutely right. And uh, that's going to do it for our show this week, Joe, where can people find you when they're not listening to the miles to memories podcast? You can find me at as Joe
2: flies all over social media. If you need help booking a Disney vacation, you can contact me, Joseph
0: Chung at travelmation.net. And that's about it. What about you, Mark? You can follow me on Twitter at Detroit, Mark, email me, Mark at miles to memories, comment on any of the articles on miles to memories. I'm sure Sean's going to tell you some random number, how many we have every week on the articles, or you can join our Facebook groups. I'm in there all the time. Public profile, message me on Facebook, whatever you wanna do, plenty of ways. How about you, Sean?
1: You can find me at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. Mark and I do our MTM Vegas video podcast every single week, 20, 25 minutes talking the latest Vegas news. Plus we have tour videos over there. If you wanna dive deeper into the world of miles and points, check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash miles to memories private Facebook and Discord communities. Tons of great people in our Patreon. We have so much fun there. And of course the website, 50, 60, 70 posts a week. Mark and the team do a great job there. MilesToMemories.com Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time. See ya. I'm a... They have other. Oh, I don't, I'm not. All right. I'm not going to say that because I was going to go off the rails, and we're already too long. You're going. Time, yeah, you're so. going super nerd level yeah. right now. No, 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 no. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was about to go super nerd level. I don't think we went super nerd level yet. So. No, but you're. Yeah. Any yes, further, you're, and you're there. You're just super I stopped Mario myself. Brothers. Not I stopped. Super Mario he's trying <laughs> <clears throat> three. No, no. He's no, trying
0: I, to get. He's trying to get Joe like to to get excited. So. Oh, no, there was, goes
1: some wine. <laughs> ooh, has got some. Wine. Good. Yeah. Go to Park MGM. Actually, uh, Jasmine won like three hundred bucks, so that was good. There. Still waiting so. for that YouTube video too, Sean. Ja- Jasmine, <laughs> I got it. Jasmine won three hundred
2: bucks, which is sixty percent of what Mark put into his kid's college account, which
1: took him like
2: twenty minutes to explain. <laughs> Jasmine just played two hands and won three
0: hundred bucks easy. There you go.
1: You know. Hey, and was, you nailed it?
0: the sixty percent. I'm I'm impressed, Joe. I really am. <laughs> It's uh, I've been drinking right tonight. Off the top of your head, got my brain real sharp. But yeah, Just make check sure you out don't the... throw any marbles in the air.
1: And oh my gosh, everybody keeps their mouth closed. <laughs> yes, keep those mouths shut. But cut all that out, please,
0: Joe. People <laughs> are gonna be like, I really thought Joe was a nice guy, but he's really a. I am a. <laughs>